0: And welcome to the 475th episode of the Puckle Podcast. My name is Trainer Thatch, and I am here today with our co-host, uh, my parched co-host. We have Dr. Shamu.
1: For the third time.
0: For the third time <laughs> in uh, three weeks. But that's good. Right. I mean, that's fine. We're friends. This is how it works yeah. out. Uh, and then we've also got the one and only fluffiest cat
3: For the first time in 2021...
0: It's a lot of people's first times in 2021. This is the second episode of 2021.
3: I had to have something to say. I haven't been on in a few weeks. Unlike that's me? true.
0: That's true. <laughs> that is that is true. Uh, so with that said, uh, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League and nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. Uh, we talk everything here from the Pokemon video game to the Pokemon trading card game and everything in between. Just like everything Pokemon, we talk Pokemon Pokemon. And, uh, it's, it's just a really good time overall. A better time than some places. So with that said.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to say anything. Yep. That's where we should stay. <laughs> Keep it. Yeah.
0: Uh, so I, I've been doing a few crazy things this week. Uh, one, I started doing an ex Nuzlocke on Twitch. Ooh. Um, which is going to be regularly scheduled for Tuesdays from now on. I did. I started it on a Thursday because that was my old streaming time slot. But because PT recording stuff, and we want to be able to open it up to like Shamu and Seth to be able to stream on an extra mm. day, uh, we've moved like that day to Thursdays, which was my which was my old day. So I'm going to be streaming that on Tuesdays, which is kind of, I'm I'm excited. I one I don't think I've actually ever completed more than one playthrough of X and Y. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like I got super into competitive in Gen Six.
3: Yeah. Same. Yeah.
0: And so I did like the one playthrough and then I was breeding the whole time.
3: Same.
0: Like I bought a copy of X. I played through Y originally and then I bought a copy of X and then I never played through it.
3: <laughs> I, think, I think I own two copies of X and one copy of Y and I never finished any of them besides my first copy of X.
0: Yeah. I just never finished it. Because, well, it's also like a very short generation too to stay competitively relevant. Mm, yeah. Because if you think about it, X and Y came out in 2013 and then omega ruby alpha sapphire came out in 20 20- in 2014 yeah and so there was like a year for x and y to exist
3: <laughs> and then you had to play on auras and then you had so. to play on
0: auras which was i both good and bad mm. there are good and bad things about that in my opinion so yeah i never played i don't think i've ever done like a playthrough of x it's been really fun uh we already lost somebody oh the zigzagoon named Claude Nine.
1: Oh no Twitch check is oh, the to name of him. He had by to the go way. do draft prep anyway, so it was probably for the better. Didn't have time to run for your mudlock.
0: I mean, that's true. He had to. He had to go. He was busy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was busy. But yeah, we already lost somebody. It was, it was sad. I also didn't realize how much I miss like actual badges being in the mm. game. Like, uh. I think I don't think the badges from Sword and Shield like really itch, scratched that itch. You know,
1: nah, it really felt like they, they felt like more like the. Uh, Island challenge.
0: Yeah, they I mean, were also a lot more. They were a little like, phoned like, in. Gen.
1: Yeah, mm. they were. They weren't like actual badges. Like, here's this medallion you make, and mm-hmm. here are yeah. parts of that medallion. It, it felt. It did feel a little weird. Like, I thought it was cool that they made a big, a big like whole thing, which was kind of cool. But I do get it. It's kind of like, eh.
3: It would have been better if it had been like in 3D, like where you actually built something with the badges that are shaped a certain way for each of them. Mm. But. Just a big flat circle was that would have been that a cool exciting. puzzle at
1: the very end for the challenge yeah. for the uh, just to like, like get the in victory road you have to assemble the bat assemble the medallion mm-hmm. to yeah, yeah. in the door that would have been a cool thing to do yeah that it would really have been cool puzzles
0: but Wait, what's yeah. even worse is they actually like had almost badge designs anyway in the, like the locos yeah. for each gym mm. and I feel really upset that, that we didn't use those I don't know be- because for me I and maybe this is just like. This is probably like a nostalgic thing more than a real argument. But for me, like the idea, because I've seen it in the, we've seen it in the anime so many times of just like walking up and like flashing your badge case or like your badges, your pins, right? Yeah. I feel like that to a lot of older Pokemon players, maybe not the younger audience, because it's been since 2013 since we've had proper badges. And it's, uh, it's crazy to think those games are almost eight years old.
3: (laughs) Yeah. But... When you could like shine them and each of them made a different yes. sound, that was that was the thing. That
0: was it was awesome. it was cool. It was cool. I didn't realize how much I missed having just like different little badges like that. Though I mm. it, I'm I'm really on the fence. I might buy like a set of like the physical ones they have at Pokemon Center. Mm. Uh, they're like a hundred and fifty bucks, but they're done really really well. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but everything on that website. Well, no, actually, there's some like there's some bang. There's some good deals occasionally. <laughs> Yeah, and the, center, the, like the but.
3: plushies are always like reasonably priced. I find. Mm-hmm. Oh, Everything yeah, else, Not so much.
0: Absolutely, no. They get you with the plushies. Mm-mm. They get you with the plushies. I but I still love it. I'm I'd rather not. Ha- I'd rather have it than not have it. I'll be completely honest about it. Fair. We used to have it like a really long time ago before it came back. I forget when it came back. I think it was like 2013, 2014, somewhere in there.
3: I don't remember. I I, I don't have it so.
0: I remember being excited when it came back and then it, cause it used to exist more internationally back in the early two thousands, like up to diamond and pearl.
3: I think it came back in the past six ish years because, uh, it wasn't there when we met.
0: Okay. That like, makes sense. I'm going to see if I, can I remember find like
3: you guys getting it this. back. I think,
0: uh, let me see if I can find like the Pokemon, the Pokemon center website. Uh, <laughs> on, uh, on uh, what's it called?
3: The Wayback Machine?
0: Bulbapedia at some point. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out <laughs> where, where... Well, because they used to have PokemonCenter.com. Like, it existed, like, in the early yeah. 2000s. Because I yeah. remember going to that.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, we used to have it, and then it went away.
0: Yeah, I think, I think the problem with Pokemon a lot of the times is that they get really far ahead of them. So, like, they have really good ideas, but it's ahead of their time.
3: Mm. Yeah, like with the minifigure game.
0: I think the trading figure game was ahead of its time, I, I th- and I think it's all because of one reason. They didn't wait for the audience that played Red and Blue to become old enough to have expendable income. To
3: have the money, that is, yeah.
0: That is my answer. That is my answer. Uh, yes. <laughs> they did not wait until I was 23. If they would have waited until I was 23, they could have done all of those things and it would have been wildly successful. Yeah. Uh, because I would have collected all of the trading figures. I would have been that person. It would have been awful. I would have been, like, pushing to go to, like, IRL trading figure
3: events.
0: (laughs) It's absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible, but...
3: Well, in another timeline.
0: In another timeline. I mean, if they would have been smart, that's what they... Like, if they really launched it, I think it would do really well. Mm. I'll be completely straightforward with that. They could also bring back Pop-Tarts.
3: I think now that we have, like, 900-something Pokemon, it's a bit overwhelming of a thought to think i might want to collect 900 of them back when there were like 400 it was a much easier thought oh to yes stomach, i i know?
0: will i will agree with you there i will definitely agree with you there but yeah i don't know uh i i think the website's i think the website was cool <laughs> when <laughs> mm-hmm. it used to exist and i i appreciated existing now most of the things on there are pretty nifty yes pretty nifty mm-hmm. I don't know. Anything, anything quick and cool going on with you guys? Um,
1: Really, it's just PTU is going to be happy. The draft will start at least for the Shield League by the time you're hearing this. Yeah, my that's true. It might be over, but it'll be at least be started.
0: That's true. Piddle's happening. So. It's going to be a good time.
3: Yeah, as for me, pretty much nothing Pokemon related. I I play Pokemon Go from my couch, <laughs> as I've been doing for the past year or so.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I And that's pretty that. much
3: it. I just I'm I miss a you on cart.
0: I I've also been doing what is it? I I've been working on uh prep for Players Cup 3. That's this next weekend. Mm. I'll probably stream some of it, but I'm working on prep. I'm feeling okay about it. I might have to ch- I'm like there's a chance that I just change teams between now and then.
3: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Uh there's a chance. I it depends cuz like I understand how the team operates and I've been doing okay with it, but I feel like I could do better with something else. Yeah. It somewhat fits my play style.
3: Mm. I should start prepping for the UUTC actually, but
0: that is that is soonish.
3: Yeah, and just there's so much that I have mm-hmm. to do for like work and stuff. I, I I need to get my motivation back.
0: I understand. I understand. All right, I think that is going to be it for this segment. We're going to kick it on over to the news, though. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. It's just in. and welcome to the news in the news we've got a few things to talk about not as many this week actually but of the bigger news for those of you who are anime fans i'm following the anime this time around and it's kind of exciting gary is coming back to the pokemon anime it's been a long time since we've been we've actually seen him i think oh. 2009 outside of a dream sequence is the last time we've seen him
1: that's a long time
0: that is older than x and y that is 12 years now
1: That's 2009.
0: Yeah, that's 12 years. That was the year that Platinum came out. That was before Harkle and silver. And (laughs) P. McGee writes, there are possibly listeners who were not alive the last time he was on the anime. And that is probably true. Ouch. It also looks like Iris is also coming back. That's about it. But yeah, I mean, that's exciting. I'm more excited for Wickstrom. For Winstrom. I think this entire season is really interesting and it's trying to play nostalgia. And I think the nostalgia card is the right card for them to be playing. Oh, yeah. I think Pokemon is really, yeah, the Nostalgia card is the the card to play. You have this really rich cast of characters that you haven't done anything with ever. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Do something cool. I I really enjoyed the episode of the anime uh, here in the US. I don't know if you have it in Italy yet. Where he battles like Lieutenant Surge's successor, and they like talk about the battle. It's really cool. Then there's another episode, it hasn't aired in the US yet, but it aired in Japan, where he gets to go back and hang out with Chuck.
3: See, this messes with my head, because time has obviously passed, but mm-hmm. Ash hasn't aged.
0: I think it's one of those things where you just assume time is passing, but you don't worry about how old anybody is. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, but I don't it's know. like, uh, it just messes with my head. I I don't like
1: it. Well, he got a Vish, though. So that's all I care about. Yeah, he,
0: he's getting a Draco Vish.
1: <laughs> well, in Japan, he actually got one.
0: He actually yeah, got in one. Japan, but I mean in like the US, because I don't know if people yeah, are following yes, the Japanese like I am. Or we are, I should say.
1: He's gonna have a really actually good squad, which is kind of scary.
0: He's got a decent squad. I mean, he always has this theme that's been happening since, I think, like, Gen 6, where he just gets, like, too many Pokemon of one type. No, actually, the Alola team was okay. I, I found it super interesting with what he's got. Because right now, he's got Pikachu. Mr. Mime, I don't know if it is or not, actually, but... <laughs>
2: <laughs> hmm.
0: You've got Dragonite, which is really cool. you got Gengar, which is really cool. Lucario now, which is really cool. Galarian Farfetch'd. And then now Dracovish. I mean, he's got a cool team this time around. It, to be fair, two of them are fighting types, so maybe something. And then two of them are dragon type. Two of them are dragons, yeah, so I don't know. Mm. But, other, I mean, it's a cool squad. I, I like it that is. they kind of just, like, gave Go the responsibility of catching all the generic stuff now. Yeah. And then they're just giving Ash all of the cool... Like, they're just like, what would be cool for Ash to have? Mm-hmm. And so they gave him stuff like that. Uh, I, I really enjoy the anime thus, thus far. Just letting everybody know. Everybody should know that. Thatch enjoys the anime.
3: <laughs> we acknowledge that.
0: The the last batch of episodes wasn't too great. I'll 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 admit that. But in March we're gonna get some real bangers. He's going to Alola. Hmm. Let's move on though. That's a that was anime talk. But we've got some video game battling news.
3: Yep. Remember that player's cup three that Thatch is prepping for? You can sign up for that just until this Thursday, which is in three days if you're listening to the episode just as it comes out, and then the event will take place over the following weekend from the 15th to the 17th of January.
0: So it closes on Thursday at like 7 p.m. Eastern, just as a heads up, because it's zero UTC. Mm -hmm. So just as a heads up. so like On Thursday, if you're just like, oh man, I'm going to do it Thursday night, and you get home at like 8 o'clock Eastern, you're not going to get the chance to do it. So, just just something to keep in mind. It's like, just do it now. Just do it now. I know you're in your car right now, but you should just do it. Make your phone a mobile hotspot. not no, while, while they're now driving. Not while you're driving. While you're driving <laughs> no. But, uh, pull over. Turn your phone into a mobile hotspot. <laughs> pull out your switch. Go go prep. Uh,
3: <laughs> I love that you assume they have their switch in the car.
0: Don't most people? I don't. No. Oh, man, that's a... Well, you don't go anywhere, I'm, but...
3: <laughs> I'm like the... <laughs> of switch users that treat it mostly as a home console also i don't really drive anywhere because i work from home
0: so i i would agree that i do it more in dock mode than i do in mobile mode i think mobile mode is more for i want to go to bed but i want to keep playing the game
3: (laughs) i think mobile mode is for people who have stronger hands than i do it's heavy
0: (laughs) The difference is I live in a uh, in a post-COVID world in my work situation, and mm. sometimes you're just waiting for a meeting, so you just pull up the switch.
3: I worked from home before, and I'm probably going to keep working from home after, so...
0: I'm working in the office, but nobody else is, so...
3: Oh, well, that's a
0: good reason to have your switch with you. You have a switch, yeah, because you're bored, so you do something. Yep. Especially with the kind of work I do, there's a lot of downtime.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of waiting around for stuff to grow and stuff.
0: Yeah, you yep. have to wait for things to warm up and stuff. Uh, before COVID, I was, I was playing it in the lab and like my supervisor walked in while I was playing it and I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. He's just like, I don't care. He's like, You're just sitting here doing nothing most of the time anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Shamu, tell us some more about Pokemon Go news.
1: Yeah, there's actually a bit of stuff here. Uh, so the Sinnoh celebration event is happening from January 12th through the 17th. Uh, mostly Sinnoh with Pokemon though, but, uh, There'll be Lopunny, Hippowdon, Toxicroak, Illumineon in three-star raids, Gibble among the options in one-star raids. That's nice. We'll get them. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get Magnetic Lures to evolve Magnetana Nosepass. And also then that will nice. be immediately followed by a Hoenn celebration starting the 19th, and we have no idea when any other ones will happen.
0: That makes sense to me, that it's just going to keep happening like that.
1: Probably. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I think last week we
0: didn't even have word on a Hoenn celebration. We just had a similar yeah. celebration, so it's just going to keep happening.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, there's also some Go League stuff. Uh, there's some new dates for stuff. We're not going to go through all of them, but there's a bunch of them. Um, from the start of this half, Frillish will be available in Pokemon Go. Only the Go Battle Re- League reward from rank 20 was a guaranteed encounter at rank 20. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a bunch of move changes, like Weather Ball got changed to an actual type for certain Pokemon and etc. etc. Cool. We're not going to go through all of them, but just moves got changed. Moves. Want more information? Just go to Sarah B. Yeah. We're not going to go through everything. We're just going to say, hey, Something changed. It's kind of the generic idea
0: of it. Mm-mm. And be aware. I did not know that this was thought out as well as it was, so I want to let everybody know that Puckle, this is Puckle News Time, is now streaming two days a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, like I said in the intro. So every Tuesday is going to be Thatch doing an ex-Nuzlocke. There are probably going to be start being some like random Saturday streams as well, just keep your eye out for those. It mostly depends on how how much laundry Thatch has to do on Saturday. <laughs> So watch out for those. Those are going to be more of the battle streams while Tuesday night's going to be the Nuzlocke or some kind of playthrough. I just want to, I just want to do something that's a little bit more relaxing than battles the entire time. Mm-mm. I can really hang out with the chat and really talk with them. There's apparently a schedule for this month for the Thursday streams on the 14th, so this Thursday. Claude9 will be doing a trivia night where everybody watching in the stream can participate. Be sure to be there. This is all around 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, by the way. On the 21st, P. McKee will be playing on Showdown and just doing some laddering or facing viewers, one of the two. And on the 28th, uh, we're going to get somebody from the TCG cast to do some... uh PCGO content. And we're going to try to get the. There's like a scheduling thing on Twitch. I didn't realize Twitch updated with a lot of things that I haven't been paying attention to. Hmm. And one of those is it comes out with a, it. has a little schedule integrated into it.
3: That's a good idea.
0: Yeah. So we're going to try to do that so that everybody can see the schedule and you guys can come and join. Uh, we've had like a lot of participation in Twitch this past week, and I really appreciate everybody that's shown up to the streams just to hang out. I, I really appreciate it. I really like doing it. Uh, it's a really good way. Uh, there are a lot of people in the survey that asked for better ways to get to know the co host right? And I think this is a good way to do it. Yeah. So if you if you want to get to know me more, um, or you want to get to know Claude and P. McKee at this juncture more, this is a really really good way to do it. So I I would definitely suggest you go to Twitch.tv slash podcast and check it out. Also, UUTC is happening soon, so watch out for information. I think that's going to be like next week. Is oh. UTC. Finally, um, if you want to help out Puckle and you're a big fan of Puckle PTU, we need editors desperately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very desperately.
0: Uh, there is a huge backlog of episodes there. And if you're interested in, if you really like it and you want it to come out or you want to help us out, just push those out. We would really appreciate it. Just give us a contact. Just tag somebody on staff and chat being like, I want to edit PTU now. Let me do it. Let me add it. I'll I'll do it and then uh we'll we'll definitely get you into that.
1: Oh, also, one thing I forgot. Do we want to plug that Q&A
0: thing? Uh which Q&A thing?
1: Remember what we did last the stream?
0: Oh yeah, we did do that. Yeah. Uh well, it's not really a Q&A, but we did we went through the survey results. It was a good time. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of answers out. I feel like we explained a lot of the major logistical issues that we face here uh, with a lot of the resp- uh, responses that we got and we also talked in a positive light about what we're doing moving forward. I believe that's on YouTube now, so be sure to check that out. All right, with that, this is a good place to kick it on over, though, to Puckles Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Welcome to Puckles Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Thank you to Mark for reading off those trivia facts. As always, this segment is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one stop shop for all your nerdy needs. You can check them out. Uh, they also provide you a 20% off discount over at their website, AnimeGravy.com, by using code quiz at checkout. We love those guys. Yes. On that note, we are going to begin. We have five questions, as Mark said, for the for you to answer. Currently, Shamu is in first place at 29 points. It's first to get to 30, obviously. Whoever gets to 30 first gets that $20 credit to the PokemonCenter.com. I mean, it's obviously going to be Shamu, right? But Whimsicott does get all the carryover points from today. Liger, however, mm-hmm. the man who curates all of our trivia, the Australian, the man down under, decided that since Shamu only needed one point, he was going to use all the hard trivia from this week.
3: Oh, Thank you, Liger.
0: <laughs> All right. So from Puckles Pokey Quiz, let us get started. Your first question is going to be from Trainer Sleeve. Who is the only gym leader, and I'm going to, this is a thatch edit, in Pokemon Sword and Shield, you have a Pokemon with trained EVs? Only one of them actually has EVs into their Pokemon stats. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: I couldn't tell you. I, I well... Is is I I can't think of why anyone would, other than, I can think Nessa have it, just because, like, I know Dreadnought is oddly fast, but, and I think with Rain, it's got, like, Swift Swim or something.
3: It would be weird for her to have it. So, my theories are, either it's the last gym leader, because he's, like, Rayhan is, like, your taste of competitive.
1: Oh, so that would make sense. It would give which, him EVs. You VGC know? would have jank EVs too. Yeah, like, I don't and think jank exactly. But my weird. other
3: theory is that it's a gym leader who appears as something that's not like it's a gym leader from a previous generation who appears as a different. But I can't think of any actually.
1: I'm okay with going with Raihan. It does make sense.
3: Yeah. Um. It w- it, it makes it was sense to very be
1: I'll, I'll admit, but um, like, I, I, there, there's just no leads... real easy way to get like, I like, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: It would be very I random think... if it was
0: NASA for some reason. So, are we locking yeah. in Raihan? Right. Yeah, I uh,
1: think so. Yes.
0: Yes. All right. Raihan is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is Piers because he's the only one that doesn't Dynamax, oh. so he makes up for it by actually his Obstagoon has max uh, max EVs in both defense and special defense to account for the fact that he doesn't dynamax okay yeah uh i had to put the qualifier in there for sword and shield as well uh i think the question wasn't super clear because you actually do have evs on the gym leaders pokemon in hard mode in black 2 and white 2 yeah um they'll get like 31 evs like max stats it's crazy Mm -mm -mm. uh it is very hard to nuzlocke from experience yes (laughs) (laughs) that's one question you're 0 for 1 your next question is going to come from Spike Four Nine Seven Two. What mainline games first introduced the three stars popping out of the ball on a successful catch with any Pokeball? What is this trivia, Liger?
1: Wow. Um. So that I think was X and Y. No, no, it was before that. Wow. Was it before? I that? think it was before that. It wouldn't have been. T- it, so
0: I'll accept the generation. I'll two. accept the generation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely it, wasn't one or two. I well, nothing was, like Fire Red.
0: Yeah. Or, oh,
1: um, God. No, no, that doesn't even exclude them because generation we be till silver, too. Ugh.
3: So um. I think it was either generation four or. Hmm.
1: I honestly. I-, I don't know. I couldn't tell you.
3: Okay, so we know it wasn't one or two. We know it well, wasn't. Well, it doesn't really
1: work because fire, red, and leaf green. Oh, sorry. And th- fire, red, and leaf green would technically be jet. Gen- Were we t- counting, like, the game region? At- no, wait. Oh, no, no, no. God, we're know. counting the generation.
3: Uh, just the generation. No, no, no. Just give me
0: the generation. Just give me the generation. Are you saying
3: that Fire Red and Leaf Green had them, or that it? Didn't I don't know. Have them? We
1: don't know. We don't know if they were in like Ruby and Sapphire, but were in Fire Red and Leaf Green.
3: Oh, okay, okay. I understand. What what I that at, is a
0: possible. That is a possible situation. Yes, that's why okay. I asked for just generation.
3: Because um, I I remember seeing them in sprite form. So we know it was like between like three and five. You know. Mm-hmm. It's three, four, or five, essentially, and i I want to say it was
1: three, but it might be four. I think I'm okay with either. I feel, I'm thinking four more, to be honest, because I just don't know. Though for three, it's it's a toss up.
3: I'm trying to. So Fire Red is one of the games I've played through the most, and I mm, it might be Fire Red and Leaf Green actually. Um, it it sounds correct. I I want to say it was it was Gen
0: three, Gen three. Is correct. It was Fire Red and Leaf Green that were the first games yes. to introduce it, not Ruby and Sapphire. It also, removed an Emerald because it just ran out of Ruby and Sapphire's engine, mm-hmm. so it was removed in Emerald. But it then became a mainstay. Prior to that, in Generation Two, the Master Ball did it, but no other Pokeball did it.
3: Oh, I don't think I ever used a Master Ball in Gen Two, so I never knew.
0: It's fine. It's not like you could tell the difference anyway. It wasn't until Gen mm-hmm. Three that Pokeball, like Pokeball capture, like what you caught it in, like meant anything. I think that yeah. was one of the cooler things they've ever added. I love, especially now, I love like just yes. customizing Pokeballs with Pokemon. I know Shamu yes. does. So, yeah. so you're, you Shamu crossed the finish line. Uh, oh, you're one job. for two. Alright, this next question is your Pokedex entry question. As always, I'll read you one Pokedex entry. Uh, you try to tell me who it is. If you read the Struggle Bus, I'll give you a second one. If you get on the first one, you get two points. If you get on the second one, you get one point. If you don't get it at all, you get zero points. So, our first quest- fir- This one's going to come from Trevster, the late night legend. Its leaf-green Pokedex entry states, When the stars flicker in the night, it flutters about, scattering a glowing powder. Who's that, Pokemon?
1: That sounds like Butterfree. Butterfree? Is it a nocturnal Pokemon? of Goodbye Butterfree. Hmm? Is Butterfree a nocturnal Pokemon? Well, I was thinking of Bye Bye Butterfree. And they had to say I think that- had, Wasn't that part of it at night? Hmm. It was. It's like that or it could be Venomoth, but like- I mean, um- it's definitely a thing with powder, so it's like I don't know.
3: Yeah, it's definitely a body type. I don't know.
0: Um, it's Omega Ruby entry states. <laughs> it said that it it in lands with clean air where the stars fill the sky. There lives this Pokemon in countless numbers. There's a good reason for this. This the Pokemon uses the light of the stars as its energy. Oh, I huh. that I I don't know.
1: I'm. <laughs> Why? I'm perplexed. <laughs> I guess Dustox too could be an option, but again, I don't.
0: I keep forgetting that everybody forgets about this Pokemon. It's not in Swish.
1: <laughs> it's not in Swish, so it's not butterfree. It's not.
0: It's not dust. Well, the, well Dustox is in there. Dustox not, isn't in there either. That's sad.
3: What what bug type Pokemon? I I think I'm thinking it's a Gen three Pokemon. They had a lot of like lore for bug types, but. Like Illumise and Volbeat had a whole thing about oh, one leading uh, the other in dances, and yeah, I don't uh, see them doing the it's powder Pokemon thing.
0: Crystal entry states, <laughs> in the daytime when it gets warm, it curls up inside a big leaf and drifts off into a deep slumber. Wow, these are really bad for telling you what Pokemon they are. They're all about the same. But
1: that's not helping, because I'm like, I don't know what's based on the stars. I don't, yeah. like, that doesn't, like...
0: It's got dots oh, Girag- on its, oh, that's not it's, got Girag- dots on its back.
3: Oh, my God. Lediba. Or Ledian. Oh. One or two. It it has a thing with stars. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm, So, I think it might be Lediba, because Ledian might be more about, I don't know. But, I I mean, I I I understand why we didn't get it, because ladybugs don't scatter dust.
1: Also, Ladybug is a daytime Pokemon. It's, like, always been daytime. Right? (laughs) <laughs> like though they're
0: not. Uh, the star, for the stars Pokemon. are like in all of its entries. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, lady, but I, I,
0: I guess really.
3: it's ladybug. I don't know. Uh, the answer is actually lady but I'm going to
0: give it to you because I could. Like, there's no way to going to pick one or the other out of that. Yeah. So that we'll give you one point for that. That's two for three. That was. Yep. 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 Uh, let's see. Do you want a manga question or a priority question?
1: Ooh.
0: Ooh. Depends <laughs> on which part of the manga it's based on. <laughs> Uh, in manga. Okay, I wonder, it's, the, it's the OG I'm okay manga. manga. I think it's the first four volumes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. Fine. We can try.
0: All right. This one's from British Gent. Uh, there's only two answers, so I I'll give you three if you get bo- the, the the both answers. And so it's one of three points from the British Gent in the Pokemon manga. Red and Blue were to face off in the semifinals of the Pokemon League. Who are the other two people in the semifinals of the Pokemon League in the manga?
3: Q <laughs> <Cue> silence.
0: <laughs> um, I think you should be able to get one of these very easily. But.
3: So, one of them might have been green.
1: I could see it. I just don't know if she was actually in the league or not. I don't, I don't remember any of the ones in the league. Other, like, this is just like... Oh,
3: me neither. Absolutely. Complete and total blank. It wasn't the interesting
1: part. It could go, we could go um, like...
0: It's a little bit, her opponent's a little bit interesting. Her opponent's a little, yeah. you do have the hint too. Don't forget you. Have oh the yeah, hint. why not? Oh, that's yeah. right.
3: We should use the hint.
0: This is the person that she got her Pokemon from. Green's correct, but yeah.
3: Okay, green's correct. And this is the person that she got her Pokemon from.
1: I don't, I don't remember that part, honestly. So I'm like, it's not, she got a, she stole, oh, cause didn't she steal a Pokemon? Wasn't that what it was? She stole the Squirtle?
3: She stole the Squirtle from Professor Oak and there is actually unused data in generation one where you fight Professor Oak at the very end of the game. So the manga might have made a reference to that by having Professor Oak be the fourth person in the semifinals of the league. I like that. And I think I remember something along those lines. So it might be Professor Oak.
0: Are you gonna go with Green and Professor Oak then?
1: Oh uh, yeah, I wouldn't
3: I can't think of anyone else.
0: Alright, Green and Professor Oak <laughs> is correct. Oak ended up beating Green, so the final match ended up being Red versus Professor Oak. Mm. Uh So you got that moment, you know, where Red fights yeah. Professor Oak. It was a whole thing, because, I mean, you have all of the other stuff in the games, like Agatha talks about how he used to be a great Pokemon trainer, Professor Oak, that is.
3: Yeah. And stuff that, like that, that's, so. That's what I remembered, yeah.
0: The manga's fantastic. I cannot yes. praise it enough. Anytime we bring it up, I can't praise it enough, but I, I 1,000% suggest you go read it if you haven't. <laughs> But that gives you guys three points. Uh that puts you at uh I don't remember four four. Yeah, we'll say four. Four points for today. Alright, so your last question is always is your base stat question. And this one is gonna come from you come to you from Skullmane Banky. What pure fighting type Pokemon has the highest special attack? Pure, pure fighting type?
1: Ooh, that's a really nice question. Had a lot of HP, didn't have... Had abysmal special attack and speed, if I remember right. Had, like, 55 special attack. Miensha middling. Because so I think it's, like, 95, I think?
3: Hmm. So, wait, wait,
2: wait. Yeah.
1: They're
3: asking for yeah, special, special attack. attack, not special defense, right? Okay, okay, okay. Mm, I got confused for a moment. Um. Okay. Uh, pure fighting type. Because, uh, I mean, we know the answer for not pure fighting type. <laughs> um. Ah. Uh, there are not no. a ton of pure fighting actual- types that have like yeah that have. A and special I never imagined being
1: like. I think they're trying to aim it to be like partial special if you want it because it gets like or sphere. It gets it gets special moves, but it's got like a. Mm. It's obviously a physical attacker with its actual stats, but like it has yeah. like a mediocre special attack, like which is like Mm-mm-mm-mm. an aspect of pure fighting is actually kind of I think high. I think unless I'm saying something completely off base, which.
3: Okay, so uh. Let's give ourselves like a few seconds to think about it. Like, are there any pure fighting type legendaries? Um, question. Um, the the non crowned forms of Zishan and Zamazenta already have
1: no, Zamazenta Zamazenta will be up there, right? Uh, but what's Zamazenta's special attack? I don't know what it is. I don't know, but it's a legendary.
3: Although they are, they are like Gen 8, so they
1: are fairly yeah, optimizing their stat it still distribution. It's not like a pitiful one, but I think it still has like a 70, I think, in special. But I think, I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm pretty sure Mianxiao has higher, because I just didn't remember seeing it, like, it had a stat.
3: You know what? I'm okay to go with Mianxiao. Like, I'm
1: just trying to, like, go to the gens too, and just to see if there's anything I'm missing. I'm like, nothing else is at a point where it's, like, there.
0: Uh. Is Mianxiao your I final mean, answer?
1: I think it is, yeah. I why can't not? think of anything else that's, at that point.
3: Yeah, because like let's say uh I don't know Hidwan Chan had decent special in Gen One, but then it all went mm-hmm. into his special defense when the stats split. So
0: All right. I will accept Mean Show as your answer unless no. you're going to do anything right now no, different. No, no. Min Xiao is correct with a base Good special gosh, attack I mean- of 95. The Why? next highest is Zamazenta uncrowned. With a space 80. base special attack of eighty. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. That, so, that sounds correct.
0: So you guys got it. Shamu has crossed the finish line. <laughs> Ooh. And we've reset the ladder. The ladder now consists of a first place whimsicott with five points. It's anybody's game from here on out. But uh yeah, we, we finished it up. Shamu, you got that twenty dollar oh. credit to PokemonCenter.com. I also need to buy wow. other people's stuff because I haven't done it in a Shame while. On you. <laughs> 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 I know, I'm horrible. I know. Alright, on that note. We are going to kick it on over to the topic. You can catch more Poke Quiz next week on the Puckle Podcast. But to the topic. Hey, everyone. If you like Puckle PTU and you would like to see it come out on a more regular basis and you are interested in helping out the Puckle Podcast, you can do so by editing PTU cast for us. We have a huge backlog and we need a lot of editors to help catch up because we're already on campaign two and we'd like to finish campaign one for you guys. So if you're interested in that, feel free to contact any of the staff, send us an email, puckelpodcastg.com, tag us on Discord. We'll get with you. We really would appreciate the help, and we'd love to see this project get pulled out even farther. So feel free to contact us to get on board with the editing. We will catch you then on the flip-flop after we hit up the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic this week is where would you like to live in the Pokemon world? I've picked a few locations, and I assume my co-hosts have locations that they've thought about maybe a little bit. Yes. We talked a few weeks ago about where or what Pokemon you might want to have in your house. Now we're just talking about where you want to put your house. (laughs) Yeah. In the Pokemon world.
3: (laughs) I'm so sad I missed that topic. It was so good.
0: I'm actually really excited because there's a few things that I that like I specifically can think of that where I would want to go, so I'll, I'll kick it off. I think one, my number one is Sunny Shore City, mm. and that is just because it's on the ocean.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: it is also assumed that it's more like the Pacific Northwest than other cities in Pokemon, mm. minus the ones that are actually in the Pacific Northwest, like an ore. <laughs> but I don't want to live in ore at all, because it's just Mad Max.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I'm a sucker. I lived, I've lived. i lived in the Midwest my whole life, so I've got cornfields, but I really like being on, like, not on the water. I'm definitely afraid of drowning, but I like being able to see the water, Mm-mm-mm. you know? So, like, if I could have a house in Sunny Shore City and I could, like, look out over the ocean, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah. Uh, it's also a city, so there are things to do, I imagine. I mean, you've got the walkway, <laughs> as the <Bulthapedia> says. <laughs> you've got the Vista Lighthouse. Uh, you do have a much like statue. That is true. Also, I feel good about my choice because the entire town's run on solar panels that you walk on. Mm. Yeah, awesome. Uh, it is environmentally friendly. It is a fantastic place to go. Everybody should live in in sunny Shore City. That's my case. Uh, it's also the hometown of such characters as Cyrus, uh, mm. the be- the best most moral man in the world. <laughs> he want he just wanted to see change. That's all he wanted to see. <laughs> That's all you wanted to see. It's also, it also kept up the tradition in Pokemon of uh, one town in every region having a lighthouse.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) I think, I don't think Unova has a lighthouse. What region doesn't have a lighthouse? There's one region that doesn't have it. There's one region that doesn't have it. I forget which one.
3: Unova doesn't really have a sea to speak of.
0: Mm. So. But yeah, that's my thought. Like, super environmentally friendly town. It's a city, technically. Hmm. And I've got ocean views. I'm all about that life. And Volkner's going to hate his job eventually, so I'll just become gym leader. It's fine. It works <laughs> out. It has a slogan. Yeah. Oh my gosh, do they all have slogans in Sinnoh? I didn't know this. It just says, solar powered. <laughs> okay. That's.
3: <laughs>
0: That's. <laughs> it's a bad, so it's a bad one, but it's it's still funny.
3: Yeah. Um...
0: Uh, where, where do you guys want to go? Go live. Set up your town. I
1: don't know. I don't know, Shamu. Do you like, want to go first?
0: You don't have one.
1: Sure, I would live on Route Twenty Two. Oh man, sure.
0: You want to live I have on Route Twenty Two? ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: One of those trainers who just waits for you, and then you cross <laughs> their eyes. You have to fight them.
0: You know what? That is the best characterization of Shamu.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> is the trainer that waits there, but he like throws like a donut at you <laughs> when he challenges you to a battle?
3: Yeah.
0: No, a Mick Riddle. It's a Mick Riddle.
3: It's McGriddle, and then like you face him, and like the guy before him has a rotata, and the guy after him has a PG, and he has a team of Ultra Beasts. <laughs> that is Shamu, Ultra Beasts and the Shackle.
0: This is the best characterization that I think I've heard. Just
1: put me down like a non, like a non-essential <laughs> side route that leads to nothing. Yes. <laughs> So, to actually get to this, this no non useful area whatsoever, you have to destroy yes. a fucking. Yes, yes, yes. Another, yes. another, another edit. But, uh.
3: <laughs> and then, like, your playthrough ends there. Like, you destroy people's lives. Like, everyone who nows locks the game talks about you. The one route that leads fear. to nothing.
1: That they don't have to go
0: down. All the Route 22s are actually, like, really good routes. <laughs>
3: yeah. To the dead yeah.
1: end. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I miss those, by the way. I don't think we've had a lot of those in a long time. Like, I would say, I would say Alola is just as guilty of that as, uh, Galar. Alola had a couple. Hmm.
1: You had 10 Carat Hill to a degree. You had, what's it called? Yeah. Sea, a Seaward Cave or a Seaward. Water. Alola did have a couple. Oh.
0: They're all in melee melee. They, like, thought about melee melee and they were just like, what do you mean think about the rest of these routes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember a bunch of stuff in, like, Unova and a bunch of stuff, especially in, in like platinum, and especially like, even in Oras, Oras had a lot of off the off the route stuff. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe Kalos didn't. Maybe X and Y didn't have it so much. But I would argue that X and Y mm-hmm. also filled every inch of their route with something. Yes. They just like kind of crammed it. Yes. I'm also doing a playthrough of Y just to kind of stay ahead of my playthrough of Hex on stream, so I can be semi prepared. Yeah. Wow! Just so there's that because like I haven't played it like that much, so it's not like something like where if I nuzlock Leaf Green Fire Red, I go okay, I know this trainer is going to have this, I know this trainer is going to have this.
2: Mm-mm-mm-mm.
0: It's nice to be like, yeah, that guy's got a cadaver that can kind of just kill me. Yeah, I'm not careful, so it's nice to know. Cool, Shamu, you're a trainer on Route 22. <laughs> you set up a Camp? little tent like we have for a uh, Pokemon now in Galar. What is that called? What are they? Oh my gosh, is it just it's just called Pokemon Camp? Pokemon Camp. That's literally what it's called yeah. now. It's not a me anymore. Pokemon a me. Well okay, well, where would you wanna where would you wanna go? So
3: speaking of Carlos, I think my top spot that I would pick to live in the Pokemon world would be Laver City. Laverse? And here's why. Yep. Okay. Yes.
0: So Laver is the that's the fairy one, right?
3: Yeah, it's the fairy one at the very top of the map.
0: Yeah, this makes sense.
3: Uh- <laughs> so <laughs> it's in a mountain. Like, it's at the feet of some mountains, but it's also on the coast overlooking the sea. Like, you mm. take a few steps out of the town and you can probably look down at the ocean, which is amazing. It's fair. It's very green. It's got a quirky feel to it. Like, it's all based around this ancient, mysterious tree. Yeah. That, like, ends up being the fairy gym with the clock with the 13th hour on it, which is super weird. But at the same time, like it's very close to Lumius City. So even if you're not living in a big city, you have one close and available to you. Mm-hmm. And it's also like essentially the town right next to the Pokemon factory. Yeah. So it's not that's true. like it's a weird, flaky place that doesn't have an economy. You yeah, always yeah, yeah. have an economy because of the Pokeball factory. So it's like, the best of both worlds but with more than two worlds you know it's got the best of everything the routes around it are interesting looking very peculiar they're not like this you know the usual route
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
3: like just grass and trainers and
0: shamu and nothing else (laughs) and shamu and nothing else is that what you (laughs) just
3: (laughs) yes that's what i said (laughs) we've established that shamu is a route trainer Uh. and i don't know i just love it it's Like, it's beautiful. It's got this full-colored trees, which are one of my favorite things in the world. It's up Mm -hmm. north, so it probably gets snow in the winter. You're close to the sea. You're close to the mountains. You're close to a big city. It's got literally everything. And it's in Europe, which is a plus, because that's what I'm used to.
0: That is exactly what you're used to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm hoping we get, like, another European region Please. Well, I guess we did it with Galway.
3: Well, it was European when they thought of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we
0: still haven't gotten Ireland. Honestly, I mean, it is what it is.
3: like Italy would be amazing. The Iberic Peninsula would be amazing. You know what? Uh, you the know what? I didn't volcanic consider. Area with Greece, uh, Europe is all fantastic.
0: I feel like most places are fantastic in their own ways. I, I think I think everywhere has some kind of positive in the real world to go to,
3: <laughs>
0: except for the Midwest.
3: Like Europe, you go to Europe and you have like every part of Europe has like its own distinct architecture, mostly. And it's a, it has a lot of flavor. And like, I'm not, I'm trying not to look down on the fact that most of your stuff is less than 300 years old. They should make a Pokemon region out of China.
0: I don't think they'll do that for a lot of reasons. And I don't want to give into them on this podcast.
3: (laughs) I agree with you. But could be, like, not China. It could be, like, Southeast Asia. That would be cool.
0: The places I don't want to go to are the Sevi Islands. Mm. I feel like even when you go to the Seve Islands and the games are like, there's nothing here. It kind of sucks. And yeah. <laughs> even the NPCs are like that. And I find that I find that a little hilarious. But I was thinking, like, the spinoff games. Like, I haven't even thought about the spinoff games. Outside of ORE Because mm-hmm. I've never really looked at their maps. I want to go to Time Cube Island. From Pokemon Quest rhyme City be pretty cool rhyme City
3: I don't know it's it's very big. it's very full of people i'm I'm not about that life like I want it close so that I, if I need anything from like any kind of weird crazy store mm. or if I want like to hang out with my friends at night and have a lot of choices of like clubs and eateries and stuff like that mm-hmm. I want it like close enough that I can drive to it, but I don't want to live there.
0: Oh, wow. Look at this. In every generation, except for Generation 8, every English name for a region had the letter O in it.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's true.
0: Wow. What an insight, Bulbapedia.
3: Not in Italian, though, because Italian had a different name for Unova.
0: Mm, yeah, I, I don't know. I want to know. I wonder if there's some like cool places to go to. Let me think. Another one that I really like is Cherry Grove, because it's a little bit quieter.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: And you get the ocean again? Yeah. And I'm a sucker for that. I also really like mountains. Living in the Midwest has kind of ruined me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's just not all flat grass, I'm probably like pretty happy.
3: It's very hard for me to pick a place that doesn't have a bit of everything because like mm. where I live, I'm close enough to the sea, close enough to the mountains, close enough to the lakes, close enough to a big city. I just it's hard to give up that when you've Mm. had it your entire life.
0: You know, it just feels correct. I guess so. I don't know. I've lived a lot of different places, even though those places aren't very far apart, but I've lived in a a good number of places to know Mm. that there's different feels for different locations. Like when I lived in in downtown Columbus, like I had a lot of fun being able to live in the city. Mm. Uh, Granted, I don't think Columbus is your typical city. It's a big city that feels like a smaller city.
3: Yeah, it's big, but it's more like Relaxed, chill, yeah. spread out, whatever.
0: Which, which is good. It's not like it's not like living in New York. I wouldn't want to live in New York. Yeah. You live in a town that's like right next to the big city in the Pokemon world, right? So you live in like Ecruteak, so you can go to Goldenrod.
3: <laughs> which is why I picked Lavera City.
0: I don't know that I don't want to live in the Lumiose. No. It might be fun when I'm like 22 to 28 and then mm-hmm. afterwards you're done.
1: Uh, I'll stick with my mm-hmm. Route 22. Yeah.
0: What even Generation 2 has slogans? Oh, go ahead, you Your Route 22... <laughs> Eventually,
1: just be like an elder, like one, like the old, like sages with the candles.
0: Yeah, that's
3: <laughs> a veteran.
0: Oh, so actually, what was really cool? And this was brought up to me by somebody in Puckle way long ago when Black and White first came out. Is they noticed all of the veterans in in? If you look at the veteran design throughout Pokemon, let me see if mm-hmm. I can pull it up on uh, Bulbapedia. If you look at the veteran design, like the trainer class, and you look at the sprites they've had mm-hmm. from. Uh, Generation, when do they, I guess they popped in in generation four, uh, the veteran. Mm. And it's like this old, like, kimono sprite, right? But then when you get to gen, when you get to gen five, it's just like people who are in their, like, early twenties. Yeah. It's, It's that way in black and white and X and Y. And I think it's really cool. And hear me out why. It's really cool because it's all of the people who grew up playing Pokemon, they're the veterans. Yeah. Uh, so shamu would just be a veteran i i think it's really cool because if you look at them it's very interesting do we not we didn't have veterans in urgen eight which is sad mm. we have them from four to seven the seven ones are weird though but i get it most veterans have goatees now it's fine <laughs> i thought that was a cool little piece of just like if you're gonna be a trainer
1: what kind of trainer are you maybe
0: that's a fun question what kind of trainer would you want to be like what trainer Ooh. class are you <laughs>
3: I've actually thought about this a lot.
0: I want I to hear what you guys have to say. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah.
3: Huh. So when you go, there's a, that card maker online mm-hmm. where you can pick mm-hmm. like your team of six and your set of badges and your sprite. And so I've always thought, what kind of trainer would I be? I'm not a loss. I'm not a veteran because I'm not like a super expert. Uh, the, like the trainers who have. The kind of Pokemon that I usually have a lot are like the Aroma Ladies, but I feel like I'm not that feminine. Mm. So it's very strange. I've never like found a, a type of trainer that like is really me. And then I decided that, you know, when I was picking my icon for the online engine 8, I thought, yeah, but really what I am on the inside is a little girl in an EV suit, so I went with that one. (laughs) (laughs) I desperately wish they made like a lithium suit in my size.
0: Oh no. I mean, you could probably (laughs) find that.
3: I can probably find that on Etsy and spend like half a kidney on it and then never wear it
0: because I'm ashamed. Shamu, I, I, I assume you have an answer for this. Probably just a Pokemaniac. Yeah. Okay. Mm hmm. I see it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shamu, actually, even like the pose reminds me of you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I'm just thinking about the Pokemaniac and I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's Shamu. Yeah. He's a yeah. Pokemaniac. Just about. How far do the Pokemaniac, oh wait, you're not, actually, man, all of the yeah, sprites they probably are because... They're, yeah. they're in like every game except for, I think, Gen 8. No, it's really... So, like, the Sprite from Red and Blue is pretty normal. Mm-hmm. It's like that kid you go to school with who's, like, super into uh, cosplay in grade mm-hmm. school. And he runs around in his, like, trench coat, like, <laughs> playing Sherlock Holmes. Oh, my gosh. No, <laughs> never mind. That's an even more apt comparison. <laughs> For those of you wear, Shamu and I played uh, Dungeons & Dragons together. <laughs> and I, I DM a campaign, and he plays a Sherlock Holmes-esque character. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that. And then... Right? Yeah, I could totally see you wearing like the legs of the Charizard suit as well.
3: <laughs> it's so perfect.
0: Even the hair! Oh my gosh, like the hair matches up with yours. It's terrible. And then the one from Let's Go Pikachu yeah. and Eevee has the uh, trainer in the uh, in the, right. like a Slowpoke costume. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so you.
1: Yeah, the cop out one, or you can actually have a an answer.
0: What's a gym challenger? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm a cool trainer. Uh, I don't know if I have an answer. Like I don't want to cop out. Obviously,
1: you're the Bryson man. No. I'm trying
0: to. I'm a movie thatch star. Man. I'm looking. There's so many <laughs> trader classes. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. Just in black spandex with like a torn cape.
0: Thatch man. I'm Bryson <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm Bryson man or Thatch man. Wearing my bright uh, my bright blue and gray uh, uh, spandex
1: over the spandex.
0: <laughs> That's what it is. Ah, that, that could work. What's actually, a mystical yes. myth Oh that's you seen.
3: You're just a kahuna, you're right.
0: I actually am a kahuna. Yeah, that's right. Never mind. My Twitter profile. <laughs> I'm still s i am still I never change that on Twitter. Yeah, you
3: never change that.
0: <laughs> I'm still kahuna. I'm still Kahuna thatch. And I'm okay with that. I would say kahuna. I don't mind kahuna. I can be an island kahuna. I I'm mostly just Hala. Hala's my spirit animal. Yeah. That's what I want to do when I get old. I just want to like be like you could be a Pokemon trainer, children. <laughs> all right i guess this is a good place to stop this is a good time so i guess we're gonna have like one or two mailbag questions for you guys where would you want to live and what kind of trainer would you want to be yeah we're gonna kick it on over though to the pokemon of the episode and we will catch you on the flip-flop and we have another itunes review this week from supercad gx He says, Godly, five stars, best Pokemon podcast ever. Well, thank you for that, SuperCatGX. If you want your review read on the show, just go ahead, drop it on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. We really appreciate it. But until then, we're going on to the topic. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 243, Raikou, the Thunder Pokemon.
3: It's Ruby and Sapphire Pokedex entry states Raikou embodies the speed of lightning. The roars of this Pokémon send shockwaves shuddering through the air and shake the ground as if lightning bolts had come crashing down.
0: So our Pokémon of the episode team chose Raikou. Um, I don't know why we do Raikou before Entei and Soikun, which are the two good ones.
3: Uh, Mm. (laughs) We're working our way up to that.
0: Yeah, maybe Raiko Raiko kind of gets like the short end of the stick, and it's mostly because of the pure electric typing. Pure electric typing isn't great. Mm.
1: Cool, it gets some fun stuff. Like it gets, it gets, yeah. it got some new tools to this generation too.
0: Yeah, it got scald. That's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, I like scald.
0: Base one fifteen speed.
1: Yeah, it's okay.
0: Yeah, that's not bad. Base one hundred special defense. That's oh, okay. Base one fifteen special attack. Yeah, okay. Uh, 75 defense, you, that you would expect that. 85 attack, you'd expect that. 90 HP, that's not bad either. Like, he's doing alright. Yeah, he, he sounds good on paper. I think the problem is there's just better things.
1: It comes down, I think, to move yeah. pool, Outstanding ability. Like, you got pressure or you have inner focus. Both are fine. Like, inner focus is fine.
0: Inner focus got a good buff this gen, but the problem is a lot of other things also have inner focus that can use it better.
1: Well, it's even mm-hmm. that it's inner focus. It's not like... Okay, cool. It doesn't can't get flinched at about well, can't get flinched, can't get intimidated. But like, okay. Yeah,
0: but who cares if Raiko gets intimidated?
1: Yeah, you're using it special anyways. Well, so. the one we're running kind of cares about that.
0: I think it's just for odd speed control. I'll be honest. I I don't know why else, but we can we can talk about that. Well, let's jump into it. Uh, so this is a this is a BSS team, just so everybody knows. Battle Stadium Singles.
1: Yeah. So we'll, we'll start with the Raiko. Uh, it's life form, inner focus. It's got four attack, max special attack, max speed with a hasty nature. You've got rising voltage, skulls, aura sphere, and bulldoze. So you at least can do speed control or you can just do max quake. Cause it's a, it,
0: I think that's mostly what it's for.
1: Cause since it's, is it's a BSS team and it's max quake matters too. So yes,
0: well it's mostly so you can use it against something like a Nihilego. Yeah. It's, it's a, Cause I think, I think Raikou naturally outspeeds it, right? Uh, I believe barely, yeah, because I think Nihilego is like 111 or 109. It's very, it is 103. 103. We both very off. 109 is its HP. It
1: was above 100. It's close enough. Yes. But yeah, it's Ryko just countered Nihilego. Yes. That's like the whole thing with this too. So we like, we have Nihilego counter and it's just- This team's
0: very scared of it. <laughs>
1: yeah. You get Riding Voltage. So you are probably just setting your own electric terrain and you're Riding Voltaging afterwards is probably what you're meant to do. Mm-hmm. And then also, the parents if you just have a good mod, Lapras Gmax with a Light Clay. With Hydration, 140 HP, 2- 44 Defense, 228 Special Attack, 4 Special Defense, 92 Speed, Modest. With Hydro Pump, Freeze Dry, Thunder, and Perish Song. So you just do your... Set up your Aura Veil, you start, set up Rain, you can then Thunder afterwards if you want, or you just do your... Yeah. G- you do your G-Max or er, Max Lightning and then come in to come- have Raiko come in and start using the electric terrain you set up, or worst case, you just perish mm-hmm. on something, like, yep. forces to switch in a couple turns.
0: I, I think the La- I think Lapras is just a good mod in general. Lapras has been doing yeah. really solid.
1: Yeah. The g like, getting a Aurora Veil on an attacking move is super good.
0: Yeah, I-, I think Lapras G-Max in general is probably the best example of a G-Max, and...
1: It's one of the best, definitely.
0: Yeah, I would say I would say the Kanto starters, Lapras and Colossal. Mm-hmm. And four of those do the same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> four of those do the same it's thing. It's like
1: even then before like with the Betty Bad and uh I think the psychic ones. Just like just being able to set up yeah. a screen on an attacking move is dumb. Mhm. the We thought those were broken.
0: I think it's balanced because you're still a Lapras you're, you're at a lapras, the end of the day. You're, doing
1: your G- you're using your G Max to do it for battle spot singles, so like it's mm-hmm. it is balanced in this more or less. Mm-hmm. Though it is still Aurora Veil instead of just a Screen or a Reflect, you know, like yeah, both as well as being able to extend it to eight turns on one move. So essentially, you do one move and you extend it for the whole battle. Generally, yep, which is kind of dumb.
0: Yeah, because it's going to eight turns is about as long as a BSS match is going to last. Yeah. Uh, Whimsicott, though, let's talk about the fairies that are helping out.
3: Yes, and they're helping out in ways that are a bit peculiar for them. You have Mimikyu, that obviously has the ability to disguise. It's holding a lagging tail, and I'll tell you later why. It's got max HP, max defense, four special defense, and a bold nature, so it's a fully bulky Mimikyu, and it's got the moves Curse, Trick, Will O Wisp and Light Screen. So essentially, this thing annoys you and never, ever, ever dies. That's pretty much the point.
0: This lagging tail strat has become very popular recently, I've noticed. I bet.
1: Lagging tail it trick. It's
0: become very popular. Yeah, lagging tail trick, even in VGC, like it's really big.
1: Mm mm.
3: Like, there's such a disparity between speed tiers now that even with speed control, you might still get outsped by something that's stupidly fast, and a lagging tail just fixes the problem for you, and there's no longer any items around that Trick doesn't work on. Yeah. So it's very reliable.
1: It's just a, this seems just like an, a like a just a slot that just answers something. It's an option to like, oh, I don't like that thing. Let me bring Mimikyu. I can curse it, I can trick it, I can burn it, or worst case, I just set up a light screen for something else to come in and beat it up.
2: <laughs> yeah. it's literally
1: just there to like over, like make a threat not a threat.
3: Yes, exactly. And uh the note says that with this max bulk, Mimikyu actually lives a GMAX fireball. So that's nothing to sneeze at, not
1: at all. So it's probably back to to like deal with Cinderace,
3: mm-hmm. exactly. And this was the one that surprised me even more, ladies and gentlemen. A bulky Tapulele. It's holding leftovers. <laughs> it has max HP, two hundred and thirty six defense, twenty special defense. A bold nature again, and it has stored power, iron defense draining kiss and calm mind.
0: Iron defense, huh?
3: Yeah, I love it so much.
1: That's a, it's such a good meme. I love it. <laughs> Iron <laughs> defense
3: with bold nature and stored power?
1: How does and this it work? It
3: essentially like it it works wonderfully because you set up the psychic terrain so you actually have time to get a few um, boosts up because they can't like priority move you. Mhm. And then you can heal yourself with draining kiss once you've got a calm mind up. Iron defense just means you don't die; you have leftovers. Like essentially, you can bring out like you can bring down most things that aren't a steel type.
1: Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. also too, we've got we've got screen we got light screen already on Mewtwo. We've got Aurora Veil yeah. on Lapras. So essentially, it's more like we set up a screen and we just go into this and then just have yes. fun. Mm-hmm.
0: As long as there's no steel types, yeah, and that's that,
1: exactly. that's the big thing with this team. It's yeah. really weak to steel type, and that's why we uh we have these next two mods to kind of help answer yes. those.
0: Yeah, the, yes. literally, the other two mods exist solely to deal with steel types. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, so Moltres uh, holding a key berry at, with Flame Body. This is regular Moltres, not Galarian, by the way. Um, so I don't know what's happening. So two fifty two HP, two fifty two defense. Two four special defense. Bold nature. We're a bulky, bulky Moltres. With mystical fire, scorching sands, will o wisp, and roost. We are gonna get rid of those steel types right away. <laughs> it is all we exist for.
1: I see they really like the bold nature.
0: I think so. I mean it's I mean it's a Moltres. I see
1: why the light screen there now too. Mm-hmm. And everything's specced in like physical defense except for like
0: Everything's uh, specced in the physical defense and then they just carry they just like screen for special. Yeah. Yeah, this thing's gonna destroy your steel types on your opponent's side though. It it's it's fantastic. It's gonna be bulky, it's gonna stay there forever. This is a stall, this is like a Seth team.
1: It kind of is it kind of is. Kind of isn't.
0: To round everything off, we've got Garchomp with a citrus berry, rough skin, two fifty-two HP, two fifty-two or two twelve special defense, and forty-four speed. The forty-four speed is there because at plus one, you can uh you can get Garchomp to actually uh outspeed Nihilego. Wait, or not Nel. No, like, oh, Naganadel, Naganadel, actually. Naganadel. My mm, mistake. Mm. I don't know how it's getting to plus oh, one. Oh, Scale
1: Shot. The first move it
0: has. Oh, Scale Shot. Never mind. It has Scale Shot. Uh, And Earthquake, Fire Fang, and Sword Stance. Scale Shot, I completely forgot. Because, no, I barely ever see... Yeah, seen
1: no, I, I don't... I, yeah, I don't blame you. It's a fun move, though.
0: And so it boosts it boosts the speed stat but it lowers your defense stat when you use uh when you use skill sh- or skill shot. So if you get skill shot off, you get a plus 1 speed. It's a damaging uh damaging dragon dance essentially. Well, not dragon dance, but it's good. It's like reverse icy wind.
1: Not not really mm-hmm. even that. It's a weird it's just a weird thing cuz no. you're you're doing a like bullet seed, a dragon bullet seed, but you're trading off stats as, as well as It's
3: like a baby yeah. version of Shell Smash with some damage added to it.
0: Yes. Interesting. I like it. Good on you, Pokemon. Good on you. But yeah, then you can get plus one. And you can outspeed into Ganodell. <laughs> <laughs> because poison types and steel types are your enemy on this team. Because you just want Tapu Lele to work. This has nothing to do with Raikou, the Pokemon of the episode. Tapu Lele is the star on this team. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Good old meme Lele.
0: Yeah. Uh, the only thing that they say can beat Lele is a on. Uh so watch out for that. out Hippodon. on's always a problem. I feel yeah. like that's the one mod mm. you build this team for and it runs so well and then Hippowdon.
1: Yeah. You've got yawn, you've got bulk, you've got Slack mm-hmm. off. Like yeah. on's
0: so hard to kill no matter what you're up against. Yeah. Uh it, it's really dumb. <laughs> really dumb. Mm-mm. Uh all right, but if you want to try this team, you can grab the rental code over on our Discord server. We you can check it out. Uh you can also watch P.McGee and Claude 9 go ahead and battle with it this week over on the puckle youtube at puckle podcast or youtube.com slash puckle podcast with that said we are gonna kick it on over now to the mailbag Poke the episode And welcome to the mailbag, the part of the show where we read your emails on the show. You can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts about Pokemon in general or respond to the mailbag question. Your choice. Every week, this show, this segment is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And as always, we'll give out the Green Toros badge, which gives you a nice shiny roll and access to the Green Toros Club on the Discord server. So all you have to do is write an email that really sparks conversation and makes us love you. Uh, I guess it's the answer. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of compliments. That's all it takes. No, don't do that. But we we uh, have a few no. emails this week. We got a few this week. We're going to read three of them. Uh, I am going to try to do this week the first of many uh, extended mailbags. So please watch out for that later this week on YouTube. But our first email this week, uh, last week we asked you guys, what is your favorite Pokemon game? And we want to see what you guys have to say. So is, this first email is going to be from Nathan.
1: All right, hey hosts and co-hosts, how are you? Uh, I just wanted to say how much I love your content. It really brightens up my week. That said, I'm a little disappointed that in the topic of every Pokemon game being good, none of y'all were able to find something nice to say about Black and White. <laughs> <laughs> a Gen Five apologist, I feel like I should point out a few highlights. I see. wasn't there. Sublime wasn't there. So. That's very
0: true. That's very true, though.
1: Yeah, and I'm personally i'm i'm not anti Gen Five.
0: I'm not anti-gen 5, I'm very neutral on gen 5.
1: I could be neutral, but my general disposition is towards anti. Like, I'm not, they did good things, of course, and we'll go over a couple of them here. <laughs> but, it's just not, not a fun time for me. Uh, but <laughs> first, they were the first gen where TNs were reusable. As, an, as a Nutlocker, I cannot tell you how nice it is to put an earthquake on a mon without having to worry about losing the next, the most spammable move in Pokemon. Plus, it's a super convenient change, which is not wrong.
0: He's very right. Having the
1: reusable TMs were, like, Mm-mm. that's fantastic. Yeah.
0: It's I remember fantastic. I remember in Gen 4 having to, like, trade people for extra TMs.
1: Yeah. That was, was a pain in the butt. the game over and over again just for an extra
0: one or something like that, it was just... It I was- think they handled it really well with TRs and Golar, bringing back that yeah, kind of mechanic. Yeah, TRs were
1: fine because they were easily acquired, too.
0: Yes, because it was easily acquired, but you still had to go do something to get them. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, there's only one TM26 in the game. If you want another one, replay it.
1: Mm-hmm. Two, they introduce hidden abilities. I'm not much of a competitive Pokemon player, but my brother tells me that they're really good on certain dudes. Which yeah. They're, they're good. There's, there's a couple of hit or miss ones, of course, but their most hidden abilities is nice. He gives other Pokemon another option to do something or just yeah. them like, hey, that's Pokemon that was useless. Guess what? It's really good with this ability now.
0: Yeah, that's very exactly. true.
3: Exactly. That, that's pretty much the point. Like, It gives so many Pokemon another fighting chance.
1: It kind of how, like, the forms work, too, now. Like, oh, it wasn't good before in that form, but this form is really good. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, like...
0: Like Sir Fetched, it's really good.
1: Yeah. Three. It was the first game where HMs were not required to beat the main quest. Again, as another locker, I absolutely love it. No more needing to rock smash all, of all moves stuck to your starter for five gems.
0: Yeah. Very yeah. true again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. Four, with Odino in nearly every patch of grass and vending machines at every major location in the game made healing and grinding easier as well. Uh, anyway, they will get off my soapbox now. Thanks again for all you guys do.
0: You're welcome.
3: One minute of silence for all the poor Audinos that were sacrificed in the XP grind.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I prefer it because the XP grind in Gen 5 was awful to begin with. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: Like... I- that I don't know how I feel about that one, but like it was nice to have an EXP grinding mon, but like again mm-hmm. it was kind of like this shouldn't have had that shouldn't have had to be a thing.
0: I mean they change they change experience in Gen Five in general, which I think yeah. f- honestly for the longevity of the series for the better. But Yeah. Ah, uh, I just—it doesn't feel good.
1: The, the level cap in Gen Five, I remember being absurdly high, and even with certain months like Full Corona being in the evolution at level fifty-nine and like Hydreigon yeah. at sixty-three after one at like fifty-five or something like that, or fifty-four. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: yeah,
3: it was like everything was engineered to have much higher levels on the wild Pokemon, and then mm-hmm. they didn't put them in, and then they did that in the post-game, and it was. A shock, and it just didn't work very well.
0: It was essentially Gen 2 all over again in that yeah, regard. Yeah. Kind of. it, it was artificial Gen 2 because the Pokemon were high level in the post game. The problem was nothing evolved until like level 50 because yeah. Gen 5.
3: It was weird. What's worse
0: is they forced you to use those Pokemon as well, in, at least in the original Black and White. Mm. Uh, so ah, uh, let's get over it. Let's yeah. move on. Uh, our next one is from Siri.
3: Okay, the series is howdy y'all and happy new year! Happy new year. A short and sweet intro this time, I hope y'all are doing well, and then the rest of your weeks are awesome! Thanks, same to you. So, for my favorite Pokemon game, this is a difficult question, but one I love to discuss, as Pokemon has been a part of my life since early childhood, like many other people, whimsy got not included. My first Pokemon game was actually Ruby version, which I got for Christmas from my sister. It's her fault that I have a couch loaded with plushies and figures lining my shelves. Sadly, my fiancé continues to tell me that I'm not allowed to totally theme our apartment with Pokemon merch. <laughs> now, now, I mean, there's, there's, there's discussions to be had there. I, I understand your point of view. I understand his point of view. Mm. I'm I'm saying... Have a Pokemon room. That that sounds like a good compromise.
0: So what 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 I've started doing because my wife was just like, oh, we need to have like generic artwork on the walls, right? Mm. And I was always like, mm, but is that who we are? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's not who we are. Like, you just want to do it so we can play adult. And yeah, I'm like, we don't need, uh, we don't need to just like conform in that way. Um, it's, not, it's not that Thatch is like a nonconformist type person. It's just that Thatch exactly. wants his house to feel like Thatch's house.
3: Like if you have friends who are going to come over and judge you because you have Pokemon art on your walls, those friends don't know you very well and you probably don't want them to come over.
0: Yeah. Well, so the way we got around it was um, like mostly just for video game stuff in general is I've just started finding we find like artwork that you can't tell is video game related if you don't Mm, know the video game
3: that's my favorite kind
0: uh so like we've got we've got this poster that in our in our hung in our living room that is literally it's like the backdrop of hyrule but without any of the legend of zelda logos on it or anything
3: oh nice
0: so you can't you don't know what it is it just looks like a cool castle like landscape
3: Mm-mm-mm-mm.
2: Yeah,
1: that's what I was gonna say, like, you just find, like, art pieces that, like, are that, but are, like, much more art pieces. Like, I've got, mm-hmm. I've got, like, a, like, a poster or a print, I guess, more or less, of a uh, Starry Night with Strachey on it, which is, like, one of my favorite things I have. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh. I think I know which one you're talking about, yeah.
1: Oh, uh, I love that's that. That's one thing that's nice about going to conventions, which I kind of want to do again soon once COVID's over. Yeah. But once COVID's
0: over, I'd love to go back to conventions. Yeah, That's same. where you find,
1: that's where I found, like... All of my actual art from, like, people commissioning characters and stuff. And, like, not commissioning, but, like, they had a bunch of prints of characters and stuff. And they're really nice. Like, I've got a couple little, like, shibby things I want to hang at some point. I just don't, don't know where. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, the story Giraffe, that thing is my favorite thing I've gotten from a convention, like, art I bet. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Well, uh, Sari
3: goes on to say, however, Ruby isn't my favorite game. Emerald exists. And Emerald trounces Ruby in every way possible. Very the true. Addition <laughs> of the Battle Frontier, intro animation, more pizzazzy menus, etc. I would say that Emerald is probably my favorite Pokemon game. However, there is an unexpected contender. I am honestly torn between declaring Emerald and Pokemon Black version as my favorite game. I, I feel you so much. While I have many fond memories of Generation 3 with friends and experiencing the new, Pokemon Black version continues to entertain me to this day with its wonderful music and aesthetics, the most interesting story in a Pokemon game to date, in my opinion, and the snappiest, most appealing battle system I have had the pleasure of playing with. It's a shame that the moving sprites only lasted for a single generation, and a single game set, Black and White 2 included, at all something about the games have always been special. I do, however, prefer the overall regional themes of Hoenn, and the Pokemon that inhabit the island over Unova, even if Unova included some of the coolest Pokemon, like Zebstrika, Garbodor, yes I'm serious, and Dradigon. Call me crazy, but hey man, these are some of my favorite Pokemon. But Hoenn has designed powerhouses like Flygon, Mytiana, Brelum, Solomons, Metagross, Septile. I can't begin to describe my adoration for these monster designs. Overall, I do think Generation 3 wins out, but my god, I would have been so happy to see Hoenn depicted in the Generation style of Gen 5. Real shame that the Generation was forced to be so seemingly short-lived. Sorry to take up so much time. Hope y'all are doing awesome, stay cool, and save a cheetah! That was kind of random. All the love and dog kisses, Sari!
0: Wonderful, alright. Well, our last email today... Is going to come to us from Gliscor Gamer. (laughs) Hello, Thatch, Shamu, and Whimsicott. Gliscor Gamer here. My first Pokemon game was HeartGold. However, I haven't finished the game to this day because I was stupid and didn't know how to play Pokemon as a small child, resulting in me failing many times. I'm trying to finish it, but dear Arceus, it's so slow. Trying to grind my Pokemon up to level 40 in Blackthorn City against level 20s is awful. Yes, it is. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so really, the first Pokemon game I finished was X, which I love. I know it has its flaws, such as being too easy. I think X is a perfect game. Uh, it's not yes. actually, but yeah, uh, it's very close. I I still the X and Y are probably my favorite Pokemon games.
1: They had they, they had really good pacing. I feel like, yeah that the the story that mm-hmm. you're being thrown through was not the best.
0: Mm-hmm. I would like to think, and I think uh, I think Ashawat has has said it before, and I like his phrasing is that X and Y feel mo- a lot like an adventure, and they're very good at capturing that feeling. Yeah. Mm. Of feeling like an adventure. And I think that's what's been missing lately, especially with like Alola and stuff. Alola didn't feel like an adventure. It felt like I was hanging out with my friends and being dragged on a field trip. Mm. But once I finish Heart Gold, uh, I want to do a Nuzlocke, since that will increase the difficulty. I especially love Pokemon from Kalos, and I think that even though there aren't very many... They are some of the best Game Freak ever made, especially Dragalgy, mostly because Poison Dragon is such a cool type combo. The region is just stunning, and the megas are OP, which is what makes them so fun to play with. I don't know if they're OP, but okay. (laughs) Another reason that I love Kalos so much is because of the anime. Or because of the anime. Oh my gosh. The anime is just so good. It is better than the anime that preceded it.
3: I mean... Best wishes.
0: What isn't? Yes. um. The bar wasn't very high. Yeah. Bonnie is one of, if not the best character in the Pokemon anime history. Fight me, I dare you. We can fight later. And Serena has such deep character development. Ash is also at his most powerful in XYZ. I don't disagree with that. All of these factors contribute to why Pokemon X is my favorite game in the series. I hope you enjoy reading this email as much as I did writing it. This is Gliscore Gamer signing off all right oh. uh that is that is that email i i honestly okay so i want to see if you all agree with me who gets the green taurus badge but i'll let you guys tell me who you think should get it mm. i i have an answer
1: i was gonna say sari i don't know honestly
0: okay i was gonna say sari too so Whimsicott's cod's vote doesn't count so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sari sari you get the green taurus badge I, you're probably not going to have to ask because we see you enough on the server, so you'll just uh, get it. I'm doing it. it right now. Perfect. Boom.
3: <laughs> wonderful.
0: If you want more Puckly goodness throughout your week, a great place to check that out is the Puckle Plus feed over on wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Puckle Plus is right there with it. You can catch uh, the TCG cast, the Battle Cast, Game Corner, so on, so forth. Trivia Rewind. It's a great place to get more Puckle on your week. They release episodes every Thursday, so be sure to check it out. If you want Puckle throughout the week, like you want to integrate, you want to become a member of the community, come over to the Discord server. You can also follow us on social media, if that's your jam, over at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. You can, of course, keep up with the YouTube over at youtube.com slash PucklePodcast. We're working on getting more video content out this year, so just keep an eye on it. There's already some. You can watch P. Mickey, and Claude do Poke at the Episode Battles. Twitch is ramping up, so be sure to follow us on Twitch over at twitch.tv slash the podcast where you can check us out doing a variety of different Pokemon things. It's really fun. And if you want to, you can also uh, support the show uh, in a variety of different ways. One, you can go over to Twitch. You can drop a Twitch Prime subscription. You could also go over to our Tee Public store and buy a t-shirt. That helps support the show. Or you could just go over to patreon.com slash PuckoPodcast, where you can support us more directly. And we really appreciate that. But We should have giveaway announcements for the $5 and $10 tiers later this week. So be sure to watch out for that. All right, with that said, I think this is where we are going to end the show. So I have been Trainer Thatch.
1: I've been Shamu.
3: And I have been, as usual, the fluffiest minister.
0: And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.